All right. Welcome to Birdland tonight. A little weird having a Monday off. Doesn't happen that often. Uh, joining me is Cody from I Just Like the Duck. Cody, how you doing? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm in a good mood. Uh, I should probably turn my volume off as we, uh, as I was listening to see what if if and what type of post game show these guys might have. But uh, hey, it's great. We got a win, and now we get to talk about it. Yeah. Um. There. Let's just say those post game shows don't exist. To be quite honest, it's, it's not. Now I'm looking at the MLB.tv. Thank you for watching. So there is no right. post game show. We exactly. are the only post game show available nationwide, uh-huh. internationally even. Uh, to talk about the Orioles exactly. and their great victory tonight. And Robbie, you're right. Dead fish to win it. That's uh, that's the Orioles way lately. And it's a lot of fun to watch. Um, I don't know. We've got lots of stuff to talk about in this game. I don't even feel like we necessarily need to break down the game because there's so many storylines just from this game. Um, all right, Robbie, you were in Marlins Park. That's awesome. Or you currently are in Marlins Park. Um, looked like a really tiny crowd that surprised me in Marlins Park. I know the Marlins aren't that good, but I expected a little bit better than that. You know, Josh, what really bothers me is that in every single every single game that we play at, uh, m- minus the uh, the last series with the Rangers, but that first yes. row, that first couple rows that you see behind the batters, behind the plate, yeah. there are there's like one family there. It's like one couple. Yes, and and it's- that's it. Right, because they are protect. You know when you, when you, uh, go into. I went to Camden Yards for a couple games, opening series, and I went to Ed Smith for spring training. So I've been to three baseball games this year already, which is pretty cool. But they have signs in there about wearing masks and sitting in pods for your protection and the players' protection. So apparently they don't want you close up on there because they think you are going to make the players sick. <laughs> So um, we're not getting into politics and all that crowds stuff, but uh, it was a small crowd. Robbie, I'm jealous. If it was a weekend, I would have made that drive down to Marlins Park. Instead, I watched the Marlins broadcast, which constantly talked about how bad the Orioles are, <laughs> when I think the Marlins are really bad also. Yeah, I had a similar experience this last uh, series in Texas. Being in Dallas, I was blacked out on the MLB uh, package, so I had to watch everything locally. And so yes. it's, it's just such a wild experience listening to a different broadcast team. Uh, one, it's kind of comforting knowing that uh, you know, other teams out there have you know, some broadcasters that are just as bad as ours. We, we trash the Baltimore broadcast all the time, and every time I listen to someone else, I'm like, they're horrible. <laughs> I can't stand this. Like the in few exceptions, there's a few guys out there where I'm like, oh yeah, you guys are really good. Yeah. A lot of the West Coast teams, West Coast teams have really good announcers. Um, but yeah, they're really bad. The Miami crew is really bad. They're not good. <laughs> um, they spent more time talking about like this player looks like uh, Matt Harvey looks like Nick Cage, and so and so looks like someone else, and all these people I don't even know. Um, more shtick than actually like broadcasting the game and constantly diminishing the Orioles, which I found entertaining. They talked when Cesar Valdez came in, they had a whole conversation about why would you pinch hit for your pitcher? Because he's just going up against Valdez. Valdez. So your hit, your pitcher is going to be fine against Valdez because he doesn't throw the ball hard. It's like batting practice. Yeah. Uh, not knowing that dead fish is what wins us ball games. 
no wins and and closes saves i mean valdez is doing it all it's uh it's absolutely incredible to watch uh so much fun i love it we were having this conversation on um 336 this week because the orioles right now the orioles have eight wins and i believe it's eight with tonight eight and, and nine uh, eight and nine right so eight wins valdez has four saves and two wins so eight games, six of those, he made a big enough impact that he gets credit for for the win. I so love it. It's great. And it's part of it is the Orioles playing close games. Tonight should not have been a close game. Oh. It it's it was frustrating. And that's part of the storyline of this game is Sean Sean Armstrong. Um why is he still on this team? Do you do you do you see that uh, and and see this is where I, I don't know enough baseball outside of the Orioles but the the meme that plays when the the relief pitcher's running in and you just see the catcher just drop his head <laughs> right, right, that's right. what I feel like every time I see Armstrong coming into a game and the big all right and it's really amplified because he's the only guy in the bullpen I don't trust I got to think about that you're right and Wade LeBlanc and I'm even feeling okay. You're right, uh, and I know that I, I know that Hyde wants to stick with him. I know that he had a uh, a great year. I actually did a, a podcast about how um, you know, based around an interview that he did about how he really changed the way that he worked out, and really what was interesting, he changed the way that he eats, uh, and you know, adopting a, a much different diet and how he felt better after recovery days, and he felt that he was able to you know pitch more often. Right. But uh, what what stuff he had last year, uh, I'm not seeing it yet this year yeah so can i here's a little quiz for you a sean sean i can't say his name either sean (laughs) armstrong here's a little quiz for you it's because he spells it weird with the w instead of the ea does um how many games has he been in has he been brought in i'm gonna say four seven oh okay seven games how many innings has he pitched oh it can't be uh yeah, and see, here, here's the trick part. Because by, by number of outs he gets. Yeah, because last year I would have said, you know, he's averaging, you know, two and two-thirds innings. But right. this year I figure it's got to be much lower. So I'm going to go with eight, nine? Four. Four. <laughs> four. He's been in seven games, and he has credit for four innings. Oh, how, how many strikeouts does he have? I'm going to say, again, I'm going to go with five. <laughs> two. 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 <laughs> two. Two strikeouts, four innings pitched in seven games. Um, it's uh, we Last time you and I – now here's the good thing. Last time you and I trashed a player and talked about <laughs> replacing him on Birdland tonight, the guy came out. We trashed Freddie Galvis a week ago. Superstar Freddie Galvis. And he's had a superstar week. So let's hope that we can have the same magic with, with Sean Armstrong. Because I'm done with Armstrong. Send them down. I don't even think I don't even know who we have to bring up. I'd rather have someone on the bench, an extra an extra man on the bench at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah and because I think we're now in, into the third week, uh, and you're yep. right. His performance has been abysmal. So I, my guess is that it, it, he lasts another week before you know. Once we get into the month of May, you know. You gotta, you gotta send them down. You gotta do something because you can't leave a guy like that in the pen and count. The problem, yeah. The problem is figuring out like, what's the point of sending him down? Like, if he's not gonna improve, if he's not part of the future, 
can you just like leave them in Miami and not bring them back <laughs> with you? I mean, um, well, we did that with Richard Blyer. It was kind of fun to see Richard Blyer, who did all right uh, I, in a game I again. Always liked him. Yeah, I did like Richard Blyer. Uh, can we trade Armstrong for Blyer? Yes, take that heads up straight up, no problem. But Absolutely. like we were saying, he sucked today. He brought the he brought the 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 Marlins or the Finns as they call them yeah. back into the game. I don't under. Marlin, Marlin fans, explain to me this. How do you call the Marlins the Finns and the Dolphins the Finns? How do you, both of your teams, <laughs> the nickname is the Finns? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't matter what the fish is. It's just about the fin. Right, right. It, do we call the Ravens the birds? We call the Orioles the birds. I don't feel like we call the Ravens the birds. As an outsider, I, I, don't, I don't see it. I don't see I don't, the Ravens referred to as the birds. You, you ever refer to the – yeah. I never refer to Ravens as Birdland. I guess I could. They're both birds. I but, feel like maybe sometimes the flock, but yeah, the flock or um, I forget what you call a whole bunch of ravens, um, a murder or something. That was crows. That's crows. So I don't know. That yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Orioles I feel like pitching. you're. I, I feel like you're burying the lead now. Should should we start at the at the beginning of the game and what happened with? Anthony Santander. No, I want to get to that in a moment. I want to finish okay. with the pitching because okay. the whole point I was trying to get to with Armstrong is that Armstrong is bad, but it's amplified on the fact that our pitching is excellent. That oh. Matt Harvey went five innings, three runs. That pretty much is what he's been doing every out in is four, five innings, three runs. That's exactly what we want from him. Well, and thank God for, for Plutko saving the day, really, you know, coming in with the bases loaded. He did, uh, well, I guess I'm trying to think. Armstrong loaded the bases. Plutko let two runs in, but those those get attributed to Armstrong. They do, yes. But, you know, he also had two strikeouts. And, and I think, I think you know, player of the game, MVP, it might be Plutko, um, you know, outside of, if, if you weren't going to give it to uh, Valdez, but uh, thank God we had Plutko. And you're right. Tanner Scott came in, looked great. And Paul Fry. Wow. That might've been Paul Fry's best outing. Yeah. And I don't, yeah, it is probably Paul Fry's best outing of the, of the year. Really exciting to see pitching come together. Valdez keeping his ERA under one. That's, that's great. Um, I have to give the MVP to maybe to someone like uh, Mount Ca- uh, not Mount Castle Mancini because I'm really enjoying that Mancini's finally hitting the ball, but the yeah. pitching was excellent. So now let's rewind all the way back to the beginning of the game to the Santander situation because the storyline going into this game is almost an embarrassment of riches. It's how do you fit Santander, Stewart, Austin Hayes, Cedric Mullins, Ryan Mountcastle. Five guys, how do you fit them into your outfield, NTH, that's four positions? How do you do it in Miami where you have three slots for five guys? And it quick, we quickly learned in the first inning that Austin Hayes uh, what, returned into first base on the play and twisted his ankle and sprained, sprained his ankle. Yeah, and it, it seems like from what uh, from what the reports were getting on the Orioles side, um, you know, they had an uh, initial report that it looked pretty bad. That well, they, uh, they carried him off the field. Yeah, yeah. He if you can't put, put weight any on weight on it, on it, it's it. That's not a good sign. Brandon Hyde in the post game said that he will undergo an MRI 
and and the X they did an X-ray at the stadium, and that showed no fracture. But now they got to do with the MRI for the next point. So he's probably out at least a week. Oh, absolutely. He's a probably week. ten day IL or something, whatever the smallest IL is. Same yep. one Austin Hayes just got off of. So that whole storyline of how do you work this outfield was kind of quickly settled as as soon as Hayes came back, Santander gets hurt. And yep. then as soon as Sam, Santander gets hurt, Hayes will probably get hurt. So, and, and, and again, nobody wants to see Santander get hurt. But no. I, I'm kind of loving this outfield option. You know, I'm kind of loving having Hayes, Mullins, DJ Stewart. Uh, and, and let maybe kind of DJ Stewart and uh, – I, and Mountcastle too, right? I mean, now you kind of have an you know an easy one. Whoever's not playing uh, in left field is going to DH, right? And that's what made it really interesting because with Santander on this team and the guys hitting the way they're hitting, it got really interesting. Of how do you fit all these guys into your lineup? I kept without, thinking without teaching one of them to play second base. <laughs> that's what we all want. We don't have a second baseman still. Although we've we've kind of you know we've kind of trashed Rio a little bit and and Rio can, was hot uh, you know out of the gate this year with some nice defensive plays and yes then it, but at the plate but now Rio's kind of come through he's kind of come in clutch a couple times so I, I'm not All hating right. Ruiz at the plate All right, Ruiz did get two hits tonight and score one run um, but he still has a 163 batting average. So I'm not ready. How concerned? And two what? RBIs. So he's responsible yeah, yes. for knocking in two. Yes, he got that. Um, how concerned were you? So Santander gets hurt. He goes out. Austin Hayes goes in for him. Then as first ball hit to Austin Hayes, he runs over, kind of falls, runs into the wall, crawls for the ball, misses the ball, and just this really <laughs> awkward – thing going on in right field with him struggling to get the ball yeah i thought there was some kind of curse going out there i my, my heart skipped a beat i thought oh no not 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 all of a sudden yeah. you know both guys go down that we can't have that but it was good to see him jump up zero problems thank yes. god and then like two innings later make an outstanding grab in the outfield hmm. or two or three innings later one of the best plays of the game so absolutely so he restored faith in me but i was sure that he just twisted his ankle out there too yeah so, um, but yeah, it's nice. I knew this was going to happen. I told someone earlier today, the Orioles are going to score seven, eight or nine runs today because on Sunday they couldn't score one Sunday. They ah. went 10 innings without scoring one run. And it sucks because you know, this lineup better than that. And when you run into things like that, that's what makes, that's what separates the good teams and the bad teams is being able to manufacture runs and well, the Orioles and can't. Let's let's take a look at it real quick because it yeah. was interesting to see that Cedric Mullins uh, went over four. He did get on he did get on base. Uh, I think they walked him after yeah, he got a walk. uh, two fits. Um, but then you know Hayes had a hit, uh, was one for four. DJ Stewart one for four. Trey Mancini of course with the home run, he was two for four as well. But uh, Mikel Franco, who I feel like has been you know I, I liked in the Rangers series, he goes zero for five. Rio uh, was two for four with uh, with two RBIs. Uh, again, superstar Freddie Galvis was two for three uh, with two RBIs. But then, you know, Chance Cisco, 0 for 3. Cisco, <laughs> all right. Let's pause on Cisco. Yeah. We don't have another catcher that we can bring up because we're not going to bring up Adley. Get over that. 
I know Birdland wants Adley. They're not going to bring him up yet. They're not going to bring him up until they're handing the whole thing over to him. Cisco's really bad. Why not bring up Austin Wins? I know he's been up for a cup of coffee before. But, Did but, you hear what I said about Cisco? <laughs> the same thing. But at least we have we've seen Cisco, right? I, okay. I feel like I feel like Wins. Uh, you know, he's been with the organization long enough. Um, and again, it's it's going to come back to what's going on at Project Bowie, and, and I guess you know here in the next week or two, the uh, minor league system starts. But my guess yep. is he's been traveling with the team and part of the uh, yeah, part of the, the taxi, taxi squad. squad. So it would be an easy transition. Yeah. You just got to send uh, Cisco down for 10 days. So maybe, I mean, he's batting 130. So maybe you convince them, hey, we're just going to send you to Bowie to get your head on straight and we'll bring you back. All right. Next in the lineup, we had Matt Harvey. <laughs> Did you know uh, that Matt Harvey actually has a home run to his record? I do. He's a National League pitcher. So I trust him up there. Um, but he didn't do anything. He's been no. out of the out of the. He did not look comfortable. No. <laughs> um so what did you what did you think about the whole you know playing in a national league park you know any comments about it any kind of just the overall thoughts i i like the strategy of national league baseball i like that the manager has to think about when to pull the guy when not to put him in there's things i don't like about national league park i don't like that we had to play without our dh I, so it's a balance. I like the strategy, but I like the DH. I hate that you have to choose, all right, we've got Mount Castle on our bench. Do I bring him in now early in the game, or do I leave him on the bench until late in the game because we might need a big shot then? I, I think I, that's cool strategy stuff that really puts a lot more pressure on the manager. Um, but I'm a, come on, I'm an American League guy. Yeah. Whole life rooting for the Orioles and American League team. Give me the DH. Yeah, I, I thought it was a bit odd as well. You know, I, I blinked and I saw Ramon Urias at the plate, and then I kept looking for him, trying to figure out where he was playing. You know, he wasn't at second base. Where was he? Then I realized, oh, he's back on the bench. That was it. That was his pinch hit, and, and he's right. done. And uh, then, it, yeah, in that position, Harvey got two at-bats, Urias got one at-bat, and Mount Castle got one at-bat. Yeah. No, no hits, uh, nothing from that position. So right. it's kind of a waste of a position. Yeah, and I lineup. agreed. I do think it's a, a little bit more exciting for the players, especially when you're carrying a short bench like the Orioles are. Everybody's going to play, right? You're going to get, you know, you're going to get some some playing time. Uh, we saw that definitely in the Marlins, where I think that they ran through their entire bench. They didn't have anybody else, uh, yes. you know, to head out there unless that you know they wanted to to send the bat boy out. That was kind of fun to watch. I like that strategy piece. I like seeing that everybody kind of has to play. Right. Um, and I don't know if you could carry as many pitchers as the Orioles do in that, in that Agreed. plan. Um, so it'll be interesting. I guess we'll get to see what the Orioles do when, if they bring, do you think McKenna comes right back up? I guess so. I guess that'll be the move. Send Santander on the IL and bring McKenna back up as that extra speed on the bench. Well, is that what you oh, no. need right now? Uh, you can bring them up right away because of an injury. So, okay. Um, I think. I mean, remember, we also, we, we've seen Pat Vileka up before. Yeah, but do, um, you need... do you need another infielder? Yes, I mean, right but, now... do you, but do you have another infielder? Um, 
I don't know. I liked the little bit we saw of McKenna. I don't think he's ready for an everyday major leaguer yet. But um, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what they do. We don't need another pitcher. Hopefully, they send Armstrong down and bring up another pitcher. Yeah. um, You're right. When we have four outfielders, do you bring up a fifth outfielder? Well, I don't know. We were just going to carry five outfielders. Exactly. So maybe a guy like McKenna, where you're looking at him not as an outfielder, but as a pinch run situation, which has a higher need now with this extra inning rule. Right. Um, the only other thing I can think of is maybe you bring up a third catcher, but. Um, but why? I, why not just send your, but, your second catcher sucks? You send him down and you have two catchers. And especially when you're going to have Severino uh, tomorrow. So. No. Yes. Uh, now, remember, whoever you bring up, it's probably just in the short term because you're probably going to then send this person down when you bring Dean Kramer back in seven days. That's right. That's right. Or eight days, whatever it is until he comes up for that 10th start. My guess is you're right. It's going to be McKenna. Uh, it was an outfielder that got hurt, bring in another outfielder, you know, and I, I like that defensive strategy uh, late in the game, be it the eighth or ninth after DJ Stewart has gone through the lineup. Uh, if we need to get McKenna out there, maybe a little bit more athletic, uh, you know, has a, a little bit more speed capabilities to run down some, some balls in the outfield. Yeah, or, you know, they are going to have some days where Mount Castle starts out there because you're going to give one of these guys some off days, some rest, especially with the when you get out of Miami and get the DH back. Absolutely. So that's where McKenna really comes in handy as that late in guy. Our own Andy, uh, Andy Chavez. Yeah. Um, all right, any other takeaways from this game? No, it was it was refreshing. It was refreshing to see uh, see us get a you know a, a really good run through the lineup. It, you know, it was a bit disappointing that Mullins uh, was a bit quiet. Franco was a bit quiet, but I like seeing guys like Rio, um, you know, get some some good runs in there. Guys that I was almost ready to give up on. Um, it was nice to see Freddie kind of keep that streak alive. You know, he came out on fire uh, here in Texas, and nice to see that that wasn't just a um, you know, a one hit wonder that it's something that you can hopefully carry through when we head back to Camden Yards, because let's be honest, we have not played that great, uh, in Camden Yards so far. We've played horrible. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, you're right. Let's, all right, let's take a little break. Then I want to complain about major league baseball a little bit. Perfect. And then I want to, uh, talk a little bit about looking ahead. All right, if you're enjoying Birdland tonight, head on over to birdlandtonight.com. Click on the store gear. Uh, I think that's what it's called. And check out some of the uh, Birdland Tonight t-shirts and stuff that are over there. They're on sale for 14 bucks for the next couple of days. Uh, thanks to a new store and a new partner that we set up with that. So check out Birdland Tonight. Click on the BT gear slot over there. All right, Major League Baseball. I got to complain for a moment. Because you can relate to this. Because Absolutely. we both have to use the MLB app to watch games. So I am in uh, St. Augustine, Florida, which is near Jacksonville. 
I am four and a half hours from Miami. Yet my game gets blacked out because the Orioles are in Miami. It doesn't make any sense. This is 2021. People do not want these cable companies. Major League Baseball needs to fix this blackout deal. Yeah, and I think I had the same thing if I if I'm remembering correctly last year. So I, I expect that you know I, I just knew I didn't even try to turn it on when the Rangers you know when the Orioles were here in Dallas. I live in Dallas and and the Rangers games. I knew what that was. But I, I, I you're in Dallas. I get it, and I don't get it. I still think it's old, but I understand that's going to happen. But here's if the other thing: they were piece. playing in Jacksonville. I'd say okay, I understand. But last year, I recall that there was a Houston Astros game. And that the that I was blacked out from the from that game when the Orioles right. or that might have been in 2019 when we played the Astros. No, you but make that's a happened good before. point. Blackouts, these blackouts in Major League Baseball overlap because when the Orioles go to Tampa, which is two and a half hours from me, I get blacked out of that as well. So let so, me ask you this: Do you have the capability with whatever? cable plan that you have to subscribe to the Bali Sports Network or Fox Sports I don't think Network? so. I was looking today. I have YouTube TV. Mm. And from what I could figure out, they do not have Bally's. Okay. So so then here's what I tried to do. I've got the um I've got the Oculus, like the VR goggles. Oh right. And I remember seeing an ad for MLB app on Oculus. So I said, oh well they can't block it out there because what's the competition? <laughs> like how, who else, how else do you watch the game in VR? And I went and sure enough, they blocked it out there. <laughs> they said, but here's what they do. So it's like, it's just like the MLB app, except in VR where I could listen to the radio broadcast and I could watch, um, what do they call it in the app when you're watching a thing? Not the box. Oh, like the know, game cast, the game cast, except it's in like 3d. So I could watch the balls come across the plate. And in that little box thing was three-dimensional, so I could, I could turn my body and, like, be in the batter view and see it go across the plate at an angle. And that was really cool. I kind of love that with the, uh, with the audio yeah. broadcast. That's yeah. A, it now, was what really happens if somebody got a hit? When somebody got a hit, did you feel that or kind of see, you know, see no. the ball rock it out? No. 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 So, it, no. It was lame. Or I could do, like, the field version, and I could scan and click on all the players in the field, and it would pop up all these stats. So I'll have to try it when I can actually watch a game with it. But I was pretty impressed by the VR strike zone because it was more of, you know, they show you the flat box and you see it hits uh, and it'll like light up in like the bottom left corner. Right. Well, here I could see it enter the top right and drop to the bottom left and see as it crosses the plate how it would drop, which was pretty impressive. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and here's the other piece. I, I, I do think that it's going to change for, for Major League Baseball. Uh, we've seen, you know, folks like Twitter, uh, YouTube dip their toe in the water and being able to broadcast a few games a week. My guess is that, uh, you know, there, there's a business case to be had. They'll, they'll pony up the $100 million. Yes. They have that uh, for kind of exclusive broadcasting, right? So, it, you know, it, we could start seeing that all of the Major sure. League Baseball is exclusively available on YouTube TV. Right, something's going to happen where because there's too much money involved in this. Um, YouTube TV did make a deal with MLB app, so you can get it, but it still is in the same blackouts because I checked that today too. Yeah. But, Cody, you don't know that I took this even another step further to try, <laughs> to, to, try to legally watch the game. And that's what, that's what drives me crazy is I've given baseball money. I want to legally watch the game, 
and you won't give me away. So and let's be fair, because it, it is so easy to illegally watch it. So the fact that we oh, yeah. are, and, and I'm the same way, I pay the money for the, for the MLB app, right? But yeah, make it easy for me. Make all, it so that I know how to watch the games. All this stuff that I tried took way longer than going and Googling for an illegal stream and popping <laughs> up the game. That was way easier. I had to click a whole bunch of porn sites to go away, <laughs> but it was way easier to get it. All right. What is something that people in Baltimore talked about that was supposed to be ready by opening day and wasn't there? Yeah, it's that, uh, it's that Mazin app, right? Yeah, uh, guess that what? It was going to be magic. I oh, you used the Mazin it. App. I logged into the Mazin app tonight. The and, Mazin and app is not on your iPhone or your iPad. It is on your Roku TV. Okay. So I downloaded now, the Mazin app. And you log in and it says, are you, are you an Orioles fan or a Nationals fan? So I chose Orioles and then it gave me all these highlights and then it said live. So I click on live TV. It gives me the options of three cable companies I've never heard of or direct TV. But here's where I'm all right because my parents have a direct TV account. So I log into the direct TV account and it says error. <laughs> so I so I backed out. I tried again, and it says error. It doesn't say it doesn't work in Florida. Doesn't say the Directv login doesn't work. Oh. Just error. So the Masson app does not work. So someone in Baltimore, check out the Masson app. Let me know if it works. It's available now on your Roku TV. It is a nice idea. Hopefully, you know, it, it's a nice idea that's flawed in the accessibility. But at, at, you yeah. know, I I do like that. You know, baseball is trying. And but yes, um, yeah. So Major League Baseball—they're doing this. They're finding ways to get things out. And this has nothing to do with the ball game today. But <laughs> Section Three Thirty Six was last night, so I already got my frustrations out yesterday. And I really don't want to talk, wait a whole week to talk about this <laughs> and my irritation. So, um, but uh, yeah. So great win for the Orioles. Tomorrow they have game two in Miami. I wish we could play seven games in Miami. I, I wish we could play seven more in, in uh, Texas, but uh, I yeah. like this streak that we're on. I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Tomorrow night we've got Zimmerman on the mound. Any thoughts about how Bruce Zimmerman has been pitching? Tomorrow afternoon. Tomorrow afternoon, that's it's a right. a one o'clock game. No uh, spoilers. I've got I've to, you know, thankfully I can record the game and watch it when I'm home from work. But, yeah, that's a tough one. I – you can't say anything bad about Zimmerman. You can't say anything bad about this pitching rotation. Everyone's well, last yeah. every start the starting rotation before I haven't looked it up since tonight, but before tonight, the past five games, they had a two oh five uh uh ERA. You can't complain about the the Orioles starting rotation and Zimmerman's falls right in there. I think he's got like a four currently. Yeah. Perfectly good. I'll take so it. So what are you looking for him tomorrow night? How, how many innings and how many runs do you think is in, as uh, nine and zero? <laughs> it's always looking for nine and zero, but no, give me five and two, five and three. I'm okay with five and two is a great out. And five and three is what I want from a starter because this lineup should be able to win a three run game. Yeah. It's exactly the same thing we saw. We saw from Harvey tonight, right? I want a complete game. Um, you know, I, I, I get it. He's not, he's not ready yet. I don't think that we'll see him go into seven, like we saw with means. Uh, but if we can get through five and maybe even pitch a, an, a, an out or two in the six, that would be phenomenal. But three runs, you know, two to three runs is what I'm looking for because I think we have the bullpen as long as they don't bring back uh, Sean Armstrong. 
I think we have the bullpen to kind of get us to the eighth and ninth, you know, with that combination of Scott Fry and Valdez. I like yeah. it. No, exactly. Um, and I think, right. We'll get Hunter Harvey back soon enough and that'll help out in there too. But yeah, I like our bullpen. I trust most of them. So it's all good. Is Cole Solcer in the pen right now? Do we still have Cole Solcer active? Yeah, I believe he's still in the pen. We, I haven't. I don't. I, I can't recall seeing him. I don't. I don't even know if we saw him in Texas. Uh, Cole Saucer. Let's see. Let's do a quick check. Uh, if someone's in the chat, can let us know faster. But uh, I'm checking. I don't remember seeing Cole Saucer get sent down. Uh, oh, five days ago they sent him down. No. Okay. No. Yes. No, I see him on two days ago. To, they recalled him. I was going to say on the ESPN app, he's he's on the roster, um, along with uh, Saucer. But then again, so is Tyler. Yeah, Tyler Wells. We didn't see him the past couple nights. I April eighteenth, Cole Saucer came back to the Orioles. Okay, so maybe we'll see a, so, a little dose of Tyler Saucer. Wells, Cole Saucer, maybe Dylan Tate. A couple guys we haven't yeah. seen. So Saucer came up as the extra arm to replace Dean Kramer. Um, oh, okay. Charlie's asking if we feel spoiled by the way means spoiled the way means is pitching. I mean, as Oriole fans, I feel like we're spoiled by the way all of our <laughs> our whole rotations pitching right now. Yeah, I mean, the fact that we got a guy like uh, Jorge Lopez uh, who has performed the way that he has, especially that last outing against the Rangers. Um, but yeah, Harvey doing well. Um, you know. It, I, I think I, we talked about this last time. I think Hyde is learning, you know, when to push these guys, when to let them try to work themselves out of a, out of a jam, uh, and when to know guys like Lopez, like, look, no, nope, you've been through the lineup twice. I don't care that you've got four and two thirds uh, done. Uh, you know, you're, you're out, and I'm bringing in right. Plutko. Yeah, no, we had some ugly pitching performances with New York and Boston, but after that, uh, with Seattle, we didn't give up that many runs. Um, I know two of them were four game, four run losses with Texas. It was two runs, one run, one run, and then five today. So as many runs as Texas scored, the Marlins scored today, but that's all on Sean Armstrong. Yeah. I know he only gave up two, but I'm still blaming him for all of them. I, yeah, I, it was, it was ugly to watch. So we, we do have, we, we've got an afternoon game tomorrow with the Marlins, then another yep. day off. And then we've got two. Two homestands. Uh, we've got the A's coming into town, and then right, right behind them is the Yankees. Yeah, three with the A's, four with the Yankees. Um, any chance the Yankees continue to suck? I wouldn't that be beautiful, um, but I, I don't think so. I, I just feel like uh, there's no way with that payroll, with the, with that amount of talent, with guys like Garrett Cole. Uh, yeah. it, it's it's not going to continue that way. No, and unfortunately, they're... they'll probably turn it around when they come to Camden Yards. I was going to say, they're probably circling Monday as we go to Camden Yards. We always play well in Camden Yards. That's when our bats come to life. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in to Birdland tonight. Tune in again tomorrow, probably around 4 o'clock, as Ryan Blake will be taking the helm for a little afternoon baseball and afternoon Birdland tonight. Thanks, Cody. All right. Thank you, Josh. All right. We'll see you guys later. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.